Hello, my name's Florence. Welcome to the OBS pod. I'm an NHS obstetrician, hoping to share some thoughts and experiences about my working life. Perhaps you enjoy Call the Midwife, maybe birth fascinates you, or you're simply curious about what exactly an obstetrician is. You might be pregnant and preparing for birth. Perhaps you work in maternity and want to know what makes your obstetric colleagues tick, or you want some fresh ideas and inspiration. Whichever of these is the case, and for that matter, anyone else that's interested, the OBSPOD is for you. Episode 143, Chickenpox. I've chosen to talk about chickenpox today because we're in chickenpox season. It's not entirely seasonal, but it's true that we often hit a peak every spring. Pregnant women often have other small children. Chickenpox is a normal childhood disease and most of the time is relatively benign and confers lifelong immunity. But every year we get worried calls from women. My child's got chicken pox or there's chicken pox at the nursery. What should I do? Is it a risk to me? So today's episode, I'm going to set out to try and answer some of those questions. The first thing is, we'll ask, did you have chickenpox in childhood? Most people can remember. And some people will have some scars. But if you can't remember, even though we don't routinely test all pregnant women for immunity to chickenpox, if you're exposed to chickenpox, there's a very simple way for us to find out if you've had it in the past, if you don't know. And that is by testing your booking bloods. So when we take bloods for screening at booking for all manner of different things, including infections, some of that blood serum is then stored for the duration of your pregnancy. And this means that if you develop a possible infection in pregnancy or are exposed to a possible infection, such as chickenpox, we can go back and test that sample. We can see, are you already immune to that illness or infection? And if so, there's no need to worry. We can reassure you, you're immune to chickenpox you've already had it. But what if you're not? Well, if you've never had chickenpox and you are exposed to it in pregnancy, there is a concern. Not that we're massively worried, but there are things that we ought to be doing for you. Pregnant women who develop chickenpox can sometimes get much more unwell. They can get what's called a varicella pneumonitis, varicella being the fancy medical name for chickenpox, and pneumonitis meaning inflammation and infection in the lungs. 
So women with a chickenpox infection in pregnancy can, on some occasions, become quite unwell. And this is probably something to do with the effect pregnancy has on the woman's immune system. So if you've been exposed to chickenpox, we do want to know because we will give you some treatment, typically tablets of acyclovir, an antiviral medication, if you develop the chickenpox, and sometimes immunoglobulin, that is antibodies from another person that give you what we call passive immunity. So that's giving you some antibodies to chickenpox on top of any that your own body might be producing to try and make the disease milder and perhaps more short-lived. However, getting a woman acyclovir, immunoglobulin, can be tricky because, of course, we don't want to expose other pregnant women to chickenpox and, as we know, it's quite an infectious illness. The infection can be spread through droplets what we call respiratory transfer, and also through skin. As you all know, you get spots with chickenpox and these contain little vesicles or pockets of fluid which contain the virus. Infection usually develops one to three weeks after exposure or sometimes what we call quarantine. So, If a woman is in that quarantine period, she's been exposed, will want to test her blood first off, which we can do. We've already got the sample. She doesn't need to come to us. And then we can ring and give her the results. And in the UK, more than 90% of the population over 15 years of age are already immune to chickenpox. So chances are the most likely outcome is we don't need to do anything because the woman's already immune. As professionals, we do need to be a bit mindful, though, that rates of immunity vary around the world and that women from tropical countries may have a lower incidence of childhood exposure to chickenpox and therefore immunity. If a non-immune woman has been exposed to chickenpox, ideally, we need to give her immunoglobulin within 10 days of that exposure to try and prevent her from getting an infection or if she does get an infection, get it more mildly. Sometimes there's a shortage of supply of immunoglobulin. We have to contact our virology colleagues in the lab to see whether it's available. But also we don't want that woman coming in and infecting other pregnant women or newborn babies. Therefore, we will need to arrange admission of the woman to give her the intravenous treatment, but in a way where we can keep her isolated from other pregnant women attending the maternity unit. And the same issue can apply when a woman is seen in general practice in the community. Again, the GP surgery will have to be careful and call her in perhaps at the end of surgery when it's unlikely 
she's going to be in contact with other pregnant women or newborn babies or other patients that may be vulnerable to chickenpox infection, such as those that are immunocompromised. If the woman didn't know she'd been in contact with chickenpox and develops a rash that is chickenpox, that's when we want to give treatment with acyclovir. And that is a little bit easier because these days we can do a prescription remotely, electronically, and someone can pick up the medication from a pharmacy for the woman. She doesn't necessarily need to see her GP or obstetrician to obtain the correct medication. If it's started early enough in the illness, there is good evidence that this will make the illness milder and it'll be less likely that the woman will need hospitalisation because of complications from the chickenpox. So it is well worth starting it. And although acyclovir is not licensed for use in pregnancy, we use it frequently for herpes or prevention of herpes outbreaks, which you may have heard about in one of my previous episodes. In contrast to the acyclovir, immunoglobulin is only useful as a preventative measure and shouldn't be used once the woman has already developed symptoms. So it's very important when we're dealing with a woman's query about chickenpox to try and understand exactly what contact she's had with an infected child or person. How long was that contact for? And how long ago was that contact? Because from that, we can decide what are the chances that she's infected at this point in time. Whilst we're worrying about the woman, most women will be worrying about their baby. What's the impact of chickenpox on the pregnancy? Well, there's no evidence that contracting Chickenpox during the early stages of pregnancy increases the chance of miscarriage or pregnancy loss. Fantastic news. There is rarely, if the woman has chickenpox in the first 28 weeks of pregnancy, there's a rare possibility of fetal varicella syndrome. That's a risk or a chance of less than 1%. I have to say, given that the rate of chickenpox in women in pregnancy itself is around three in a thousand, it's not surprising that actually I haven't encountered fetal varicella syndrome at all during my career. So women who've had chickenpox during the first two trimesters of pregnancy should be offered a scan with a fetal medicine consultant. But this is also why if a woman is not immune to chickenpox and she's been exposed, we're aiming to give her immunoglobulin to prevent infection. And if you want to go into the detail of fetal varicella syndrome, I've put a link to the RCOG Green Top Guidance which can give you a little bit more information. 
but the chance is very small. Only a small number of women who have chickenpox during pregnancy will get an infected fetus and only a small number of those babies will develop this syndrome. What we do more commonly see is women contracting chickenpox in the third trimester, possibly around the time their baby is due or when they're going into labour or giving birth. That is much more common. I've been in situations where perhaps another sibling at home has got chickenpox and the woman's in a difficult position to know what to do about her newborn baby. If the infection occurs in the mother in the last four weeks of pregnancy, then there is a risk of chickenpox or varicella infection of the newborn. And ideally what we want to do is for the baby not to be born for at least seven days after the onset of the maternal rash. This is because the woman in response to her infection will develop her own immunity, her own immunoglobulin. And as we know, this is transferred from the mother to the baby, both during pregnancy and during breastfeeding. So if at all possible, if a woman is unwell with chickenpox, we ideally don't want to be delivering the baby, unless, of course, her health is at risk with the complications, the pneumonitis or a severe illness. Ideally, we want to wait for the risk of infection to pass or give immunoglobulin to try and prevent it or give acyclovir to try and make it milder and then hopefully have the baby at a later point. Once the baby's born, then we would recommend a check by a paediatrician. So the paediatricians need to know that that woman's had primary chickenpox during the pregnancy and give the baby a careful once over. Women who are unwell with chickenpox should be able to breastfeed just as normal if they want to and if they're well enough to do so. And that's partly because, as I just said, it passes passive immunity onto the baby. Infection of the newborn baby used to be called congenital varicella, now known as varicella infection of the newborn. And this can happen immediately after birth, either from contact with the mother if she has chickenpox or perhaps another sibling. If the mother's infection occurs up to four weeks before delivery, around 50% of babies will be infected, with around half of those babies developing clinical varicella, so a high temperature, rash, etc. But severe chickenpox is more likely to occur if the baby's born within seven days of onset of the mother's rash, or if the mother develops the rash up to seven days after birth. So therefore, just the same as the mums, the babies need to receive prophylaxis, that's preventative treatment with immunoglobulin, with or without acyclovir, just in the same way as a pregnant woman would. Because we want to prevent the baby getting unwell with the varicella infection. And as I said, breastfeeding is safe and is recommended.
So to summarise, most women who are exposed to chickenpox during pregnancy will actually be discovered to be immune. Even if they can't remember a childhood infection when we test their blood, most women will have been exposed at some point. Remember I said more than 90% of the population are immune. So the chance of actually developing a chicken pox infection in pregnancy is relatively rare. So not something to worry about, even if you don't know if you're immune. The first thing to do is get your midwife or doctor to check your immunity from your booking bloods. If you aren't immune, then there's lots we can do to try and prevent infection predominantly because we want to protect you, actually, and secondarily through that, protect the health of your baby. So it's not something to be frightened of. So my zesty bit today is, if you're a health professional, chickenpox is a common infection, common in early childhood, and even more common at this time of year. So we need to know what we're doing, We need to test that woman's booking blood. We need to be mindful that women born in tropical countries are likely to have less chance of having been exposed and therefore less chance of being immune. So if there isn't a clear history of a childhood infection, it may well be worth checking these women's booking bloods. And if a woman is not immune and has been exposed, you need to get her the preventative treatment of immunoglobulin or acyclovir tablets as required to try and minimise the chance of her becoming significantly unwell, let alone protect her baby. We need to give women clear advice And we need to work with our paediatric colleagues in the rare situation that a woman has primary chickenpox around the time or just before the birth of her baby. If you're a woman and perhaps your other child's in nursery and you're seeing lots of chickenpox around you, don't be worried. You can always ask your midwife or obstetrician to get your booking blood checked. And then we may be able to give you peace of mind. It may be that you're actually immune. But if not, there's plenty we can do to look after you. I very much hope you found this episode of the OBSPOD interesting. If you have, it'd be fantastic. If you could subscribe, rate and review on whatever platform you find your podcasts, as well as recommending the OBS pod to anyone you think might find it interesting. There's also tons of episodes to explore in my back catalogue from clinical topics, my career and journey as an obstetrician and life in the NHS more generally. I'd like to assure women I care for that I take confidentiality very seriously and take great care not to use any patient identifiable information unless I have expressly asked the permission of the person involved on that rare occasion when it's been absolutely necessary. If you found this episode 
interesting and want to explore the subject a little more deeply, don't forget to take a look at the programme notes where I've attached some links. If you want to get in touch to suggest topics for future episodes, you can find me at The Obs Pod on Twitter and Instagram and you can email me theobspod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.